I was worried about my energy level, but then you hit me with this. And then I wasn't worried anymore. Mm. What? We got lyrics? What are you, where are you reaching now, man? <laughs> where are you reaching? I don't know. Are you safe or what? Probably not. <laughs> welcome, welcome, everybody. Uh, you know, we couldn't leave you hanging on a, what is it, on a Monday. Yeah. Can't leave you hanging on a Monday. It's a very important day. Y'all get through a Monday. Uh, Apple was the seventh largest securer of U.S. patents in 2021. Seventh largest. Well, you know, every it feels like every so often here, maybe once a week, we got one of these Apple patents coming through on the rumor sites. Oftentimes... It will never materialize into an actual product you can buy, but it's interesting nonetheless. And sometimes they're just protecting their position mm -hmm. in case they want to make something uh, in the future. So we've seen patents for Apple car related stuff, patents for Apple headsets, patents for uh, smaller things like uh, changes to laptop designs or phone technology, something that they're going to put into a phone that's a tech that maybe isn't quite there yet. Uh, but this is. Uh, I wonder who the. I wonder who the six above them were. Can you were. guess? Maybe like some car companies. Mm. I feel like they would have a lot of uh, patents. Maybe some uh, oof, other other electronics companies, possibly software companies. Okay. Well, let's take a look. Oh, why don't we take a look? I got an idea. Why don't we take a? <laughs> IBM is number one. Yep. And with 8,000 patents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you listen, believe that? Listen. That's a lot. Uh, and that's down a little bit from 2020. So there were 9,130 patents in 2020 and 8,682 in 2021. Samsung coming in at number two, coming at you, Samsung, with some patents. Uh, Canon, number three, TSMC, otherwise known as Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. Huawei Technologies at number five, Intel number six, there's Apple number seven, eight is LG, it's all technology companies, nine, mm. Microsoft, Qualcomm, BOE, Toyota, there's my car company I was looking for, well done, Toyota, patent some things, why don't you? Maybe if you patent enough, you can convince Willie Do to get a, a Forerunner, just patent a new one. Yeah, make some it new, EV. New tech in it or something, mm -hmm. a, paint, a patent for Willie Do's face painted on the hood. Don't mind that. You might then you might special edition. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're just actually you're gonna need uh, more subtle details, like a little patch or something. Willie do edition. Mm. Amazon is in there. Sony's in there. Google's in there. That's an interesting list. Some are up. Some are down. Many remain roughly the same from their 2020 numbers. But it is you're right, Will. The volume of this is staggering. Imagine you got to drop five, six, seven thousand patents. Draw them up. So I, I try to do a patent with uh, my startup company, like a couple of years ago, actually. Talked to a lawyer, had the whole thing set, and um, we didn't go through it with, with it because it was really, really expensive for one patent. Do you remember the cost? Uh, Canadian, I think it was like $5,000. What are you talking but, about Canadian? But... Um, it would take years 
to kind of yeah. you know, settle. Well, that's why they always say patent pending. Yes. You make yeah. the application, but then it's somebody over there in the office got to take a look and decide whether or not you're infringing on a pre-existing patent with your new patent. Yeah. So you, be, it, you best be sure. It's like thousands of these patents, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Well, they're big companies, Will. They got, I mean, you know, you're over at the, over there at the startup, whatever you're doing, sipping your coffee, you mm -hmm. know, they, they, they yeah. you know, I mean, employees, Samsung Electronics Co. has, you know how many employees, Intel Corp. So many lawyers. Yeah, yeah, man. Come on. They got a whole floor just for patents. Mm -hmm. Apple registers three new Macs in Eurasian database ahead of a rumored March event. Unbelievable. Almost March here. Uh, you know what happens in March, Will? What's that? The spring happens in March. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the first day of spring, it's in March. Oh, okay. I know you're looking forward to uh, the changing seasons and such. Yeah, I like that. Well, Apple likes to utilize these seasons in order to sell its products. Mm. Well, they got an event coming up in March. That's a rumor here, I guess. And in in advance of that, we have the new models A2615, A2686, and A2681. One of these models is described as a laptop. Only one. Interesting. Mm. A couple of weeks ago, we also saw the Eurasian database register iPhone and iPad models, likely signaling the forthcoming unveiling of an iPhone, a new iPhone SE with 5G support and a spec-bumped iPad Air. It's funny they say the Eurasia database. That's Europe and Asia together, Will. Really? And it reminds me, I feel like I'm playing Risk or something. Mm. You know? Like, you don't really hear terms like that. It feels yeah. kind of out of date or something. Mm-hmm. I would region over in Eurasia. It's like that's really big place. You got the same Can database. You be more specific. You got the same database for all of you. You know, there's only one country in the world. It spans both spans more than one continent, mm. or at least kind of touches on both. That's Russia, will. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got you got Europe in the west, and you got Asia in the east. Mm. Just think it through, will. I don't okay. know. <laughs> Geography lesson here with Lou. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if you ask people in Russia what the continent they're in. It probably depends on which city they're in mm -hmm. to a certain extent. And there's trade that happens on both sides of it. And it's a big country. You know another big country, Will? What's that? Yeah, you're sitting in it right now. Mm -hmm. You go out and explore. You're in Canada, okay, right? Okay, well, yeah. A lot, of I will. a lot of it's frozen, but a lot of it's beautiful. Okay. Uh, okay, so Apple products usually appear in the Eurasian database one to three months before release, so this time it makes sense. However, there's no guarantee, and sometimes model identifiers have been published for almost a year before materializing as a product. I mean, what could it be? A new MacBook Air, I guess? Yeah, that's what they're saying. We don't have a, a redesign of a MacBook Air. We could also see the unveiling of a high-end Mac Mini or possibly an iMac Pro or an Apple Silicon Mac Pro, which is the one Will do wants and does, doesn't even need, but just wants to see it. Yeah, I want to. Okay. I just well, want to hold it. Whatever you need, dude. Apple, oh, this one hits close to home. Mm. Apple threatens to pull out of a Toronto shopping project. Well, it's actually a condo. Uh, this, you know, the craziest thing about this, this started in 2016. And I remember 2016. You know how long ago 2016 is? Can't remember. Exactly. Might as well be 100 years ago, mm. 2016, because 
this building was going up. It's like 80, 80 plus stories. What is this? Young and... Uh, Young and Bloor. Bloor, okay. One of the busiest intersections in the country. It might even be the busiest. Hmm. And Apple was supposed to be this very high profile tenant. And I believe they were on the hook for... It was like 10,000 square feet or something. A real flagship store. Because the one in the Eaton Center, it's not a real... Like, you know, in some cities, they got a real flagship store. Yeah. You can walk in from the street, occupies mm -hmm. a corner. Mm -hmm. It's like, ooh, look at that. It was a flagship store. Yeah, flagship. Yeah. Might call it a flagship. And then you get the logo on there. And so it's also like a giant billboard for anyone who uh, moves past. And you got these busy intersections. This building has been so delayed, uh, even before COVID. COVID obviously delayed it even more, but before that, there was some sort of strike, a plumber strike, and different. A, a project of this scale is just insane to begin with. An 85-story skyscraper that would include significant shopping areas at the corner of Young and Bloor. Uh, Apple was, was revealed to be involved with plans for a 9,000-square-foot store in a complex. It's weird because it says 9,000 there, but if you scroll down a little further, I think it says that they were interested in 15,000. Yeah. Apple's lease was for over 15,000 square feet. So I guess part of the store might be offices, like part of the 15,000. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah. 9,000 square feet of retail. As part of the deal with Apple, the developer of the building agreed to pay Apple's design costs, uh, which were estimated to be 6.24 million Canadian, which is just under 5 million U.S. So they're trying to make concessions here because Apple had a clause in their contract that if you don't meet these certain dates, we're going to bounce mm. and we're going to uh, never mind our previous commitments. These projects are very complicated. You got all kinds of um, uh, different parties involved in the construction. You got all kinds of liabilities over here, all kinds of people waiting that have made deposits, that have signed deals, that have upcoming leases especially when you have the combination of residential and commercial and retail mm -hmm. and you're trying to build 85 stories in toronto yeah it's a lot of logistics so we'll see what happens i don't think they're gonna i don't think they're gonna bounce because that's a corner man you got the whole city if you got that corner mm -hmm. whole city Samsung admits that the Galaxy S22 and S22 Plus have nearly five times higher minimum display refresh rates than advertised. Okay, I caught this story this morning. I was like, what, what are they talking about here? Uh, why would they, I can't imagine them saying something and then maintaining it after people figured out the truth on it. But apparently, uh, they stated that there was a variable refresh from 10 to 120 hertz. Now, the reason you would want a wide range in your variable refresh is because when a high refresh is not needed on a static page, if it can dip all the way down, then you're going to be able to get some battery life enhancements. So you might want that big range over there. Uh, when Samsung announced the Galaxy S22 series four days ago, it claimed that all three models were capable of 120 hertz refresh rates matching last year's models. Only the S22 Ultra could vary its refresh rate between 1 and 120 hertz. 1 and 120 hertz, thanks to LTPO 2.0 uh, technology. In comparison, Samsung asserted that the S22 and S22 Plus could drop as low as 10 hertz. And apparently that claim is still on the website. But... It now states elsewhere in other media that it can only fluctuate between 48 and 120. Uh, as a result, neither device utilizes LTPO backplanes, relying on LTPS instead. Hmm. So it's very confusing for the customer if this is a thing that you're 
you know, super interested and granular about because the website is saying one thing, there's other screenshots saying other things. Hmm. And you might be uh, worried about it, but we knew that the display on the Ultra would be the granddaddy. We knew that already. But this could be one of those uh, situations where somebody who was on the fence and they really want that top battery life, they might be concerned a little bit more now about the plus or the standard unit. So it's just worth noting. You can go check the article. It's uh, notebookcheck.net. I'm sure we'll hear more from Samsung and hopefully they update the website to reflect the uh, actual specification so people are armed with the right information. Mm. 2021 saw a 31% increase in VR-related insurance claims. Since 2016, there have been 68% overall increase in VR-related injuries. Yes, of course. It makes sense, right? Man, my, uh, I think, was it, did I, was it my kid who punched the wall? I think, oh. it, was, I think it was my kid was playing the, box, but the boxing game. Punched the wall, full blast. Uh, it's like, it's like as if, you know, you hear these stories, somebody's looking at their phone while they're driving their car. Mm. And then the difference between getting into a car accident when you see what's happening and even if you hit the brakes for a split second versus just going straight in, mm -hmm. it's the equivalent when your senses are removed from you and you have the VR on. It's there's, very immersive sometimes. There's no resistance to yeah. what your body is doing. And, and so you don't hold back at all. And then kablamo you hit some hard surface or you step into a coffee table and we've talked about this in the past sure. how rooms are not most people's living rooms or wherever they might use these things is not really set up for vr uh, when you start getting up and walking around mm -hmm. you don't have a really big open space to uh, mess around in uh what do they say here reported by the guardian you got this increase, 31%. This comes from insurance company Aviva, who told the UK outlet that it saw a large uptick in folks bashing into and breaking valuable pieces of furniture or TVs. Yeah, sure. What if you just go and th throw a, a jab through the through, through this TV right here? This one will cost you a few dollars. <laughs> yeah, tips over. Don't do Falls that. Falls on me too. Don't do that, guys. Get it together. Uh, clear out some a lot of space and, I don't know, put cushions around you or something mm -hmm. uh the super bowl happened yesterday yeah. big show a lot of people watch it and it was uh the halftime show got a lot of attention too you have 20 million views over here on youtube you had dr dre snoop dogg eminem mary j blige kendrick lamar and 50 cent and 50 cent who they didn't list i guess he's hanging the, upside down the secret guest he's hanging upside down like the music video from back in the day yeah. i mean he's this is crunches <laughs> there is a heavy uh nostalgia going on here they're really going after us will this is our age group right oh here. yeah what do you think of it no i thought it was good but I, I i also know when i'm being targeted i'm like oh you're doing this for me mm. uh you're doing it for for this crowd and and you know, I think people are really yearning for nostalgia, uh, uh, simpler times, uh, no COVID, no social media, just you and your pals. Yeah. And just straightforward, maybe less complex and uh, arguably in, in some ways an easier way to live. That's up for discussion because there are all kinds of benefits we've received via technology that make things like this channel, this show, and this entire business proper, like mm -hmm. cap capable of uh, doing it, that when I was back listening to uh, to Dre, 
none of that. There was none of that. Who knows what I'd be doing right now? So Snoop? It's hard to say, but heavy on the nostalgia, and it was actually the oldest halftime show ever. Uh, they have a, the performers there have a combined age of 286. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why would that's such a weird fact? And, and uh, they're worth $983 million between them. And I just was watching it in awe of, because you know, when you're on the media side of things, you can't help but see all the moving parts. Mm-hmm. Creating all these uh, uh, agreements with all these artists, getting everybody to agree. Yes, right. They're all creative people. Yes. You're like, well, this is what the set's gonna look like. I'm gonna need you here for this moment for the rehearsal. And uh, what are you gonna wear? And this and that. Um, but it appears to have all been worth it because people our age just absolutely love it. You had uh, LeBron James on the sideline. He was dancing. Yeah, the reactions. People loved it, man. They just loved to see something seemingly uh simpler it's just i that's the only way i can describe it will because even though even the um as cool as the sets and stuff were it wasn't like over the top really no it was kind of a simple setup it was kind of like a there was a map on the ground as well it was an la theme la it was i mean it's it's i'm saying it looks cool it almost looks like a block party with all the kids like just running around you know, it, it looks cool, but it wasn't like spaceships and and uh, giant uh, structures. No or, lasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. High you know? tech. It's yeah. It was very grounded. It, it, it just was kind of a throwback in a lot of ways, and I think that's just kind of what people wanted right now. So I guess they knocked it out of the park, and I don't think there were any mishaps or anything. There were a couple of things. I don't know if you have those articles in here or not. There were a couple of things, for, uh, for example, and you know, this crossed my mind too when I was watching it. Obviously, they're doing the clean version of these songs, mm. but I was wondering as I was listening to it, I'm like, how many times would they really have to perform the clean version of the song? Maybe for corporate events, but when they were touring this music once upon a time, it would be the uh, explicit version. Yeah. So I was sitting listening to it. I'm like, man, I've never even heard the clean versions of these songs. So when they were ad-libbing whatever words they would substitute for... Or not even saying a word. Or not saying a word, it felt very uncomfortable for me. Because mm-hmm. I yeah, had heard... Yeah, you, you can kind of see them wanting to kind of jut it out. Exactly. They want to they, they, they say the word and then they don't. So I, would, I was thinking, sitting there thinking about all the rehearsals that they were doing with the adjusted words so that they would guarantee say the clean version. Mm. But anyway, apparently... There was a particular lyric by Dre that he was asked not to say, and then he said it anyway. Now, I don't know, like, you see a report like this. She's like, who asked him not to say it? The, the, the production, the they say the NFL. Like, who from the NFL? Some Somebody who was coordinating the thing or uh, the commissioner? of Like, who, what was this conversation? But anyway, um, the league reportedly told Dr. Dre that he wasn't allowed to use Still not loving police, which is is the line from the song. Mm-hmm. You remember Still Dre? Mm-hmm. Remember those lyrics? Oh yeah. Still rock my khakis with a cuff in the crease. Sure. Still. I mean, yeah. If you played it, <laughs> if you played it, I got I would it would all come flowing back. Yeah, with the beat and everything. But anyway, still not loving police is is a kind of like a critical lyric, and even though it's been. A very sensitive time as far as uh, law enforcement and the public. 
he does the line and and I and it's hard to figure out how to feel about it because you're like listen man that's the song mm-hmm. it was in the song originally you, it, people are going to identify it as being missing too if you don't say it and how many people are singing it in the crowd as well and they're still going to sing it the other way exactly. because you're talking about a legendary incredibly popular song so and it was a moment in time it's all very interesting it's all very interesting how you have the new age of things and you have the NFL and the NFL has their own impression of what is safe. And you have the advertisers to consider because the advertisers are spending a boatload of cash that day. And did they have an approval over what happens at halftime? Uh, Is Dre going to say the, uh, is Dre going to say the police lyric? Because if so, this is my, it's my executive voice right Mm -hmm. there. If so, I'm gonna have to, we're gonna have to reconsider. They may even have a clause in their contract. If he says the line, I'm paying half. Yeah, deductions. You just don't even all around. You don't even know how this stuff works. But anyway, he said the line. He stayed true to the original, even though they skipped still many explicit words. He kept the police line, mm-hmm. and then Eminem also in during the same performance, and apparently he was also asked not to do this mm-hmm. uh, by the NFL. Again, apparently, allegedly, who knows. Uh, but apparently he was asked not to kneel. And of yes. course, him kneeling is a reference to Col- uh, Colin Kaepernick. It's mm-hmm. a reference to the national anthem and um, and players having kneeled in the past. So it was like, uh, I guess, an homage to, to that, taking the knee. Uh, however, apparently he was asked not to do it. He still did it anyways. And then interestingly, uh, I don't believe any players actually did it. Well, granted, they would have had to do it before the game started. Mm. He did it at the halftime show. Uh, Taking a knee has been the subject of controversy ever since 2016. Colin Kaepernick on the 49ers chose to do it. However, despite backlash from some corners, it's since been adopted by athletes across the world. Eminem, despite reportedly being told he wasn't allowed to take the knee while performing, decided to do it anyway. Uh, It was a moment, I gotta be honest with you, Will. I was watching this and I didn't, it didn't even register to me. I thought he was kind of getting out of the way because mm. Dre was moving over to the piano. Did you right. watch it live? Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. did it did it stand out to you? Did you notice his gesture that he was uh sending this message? I'm no, just curious. Not at all. Not at all. Because 2016 is a long just like I was saying, it's a long time ago. I was like rocking. I was having a great time. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I did not notice. I'm this sure at all, some people picked it up, but my eyes here because Dre was moving to the piano. I was like, "Oh damn, Dre's gonna play the piano," and I totally missed what Eminem had done there. Mm. And maybe it's also because he covered his head like that, like he put his hand on his forehead and and knelt down. But either way, um, it, it skipped past me, and all, all my focus was on Dre. Uh, Tickling the p- piano over there. Tickling, yeah. Now, the Coinbase ad was another thing that was... There was a ton of crypto ads in this production, obviously. Mm-hmm. We already knew that that was going to happen. It was rumored that it was going to happen. And the crypto companies, they don't even know where to put all this money. Sure. They don't even know. They're like a Super Bowl. Uh, and the Coinbase ad was... Uh, it was like the hottest thing on Twitter, as far as I could tell. Because mm-hmm. it had a... Uh, totally different approach from all the other stuff. Yes. It, it was just this QR code, right? Yeah, no high, no high production here. <laughs> no, no. We're, it was the, the iconic DVD player. Yeah. Um, was it screensaver? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. 
it would just bounce around the icon and then it would change colors and they used that as a dvd code or wait a qr <laughs> code instead of a dvd I'm symbol like, well, i'm like whoa what is this new age dvd makes a comeback in the form of codes qr codes um, that take, take you straight to the dvd did you hear about the uh, the other story where people were using this um, qr code and then the website crashed Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coinbase uh, was overwhelmed. It's a fun thing to do. It obviously is also playing on the nostalgia thing because it's the same. Nostalgia was just such a huge player here mm. uh, because now you get the DVD thing and you had Silverado. You had the Sopranos. Sopranos, yeah. Yeah, man. It was just such a big trend there. But I saw a, a clip of a bunch of group of people sitting around watching that and they were trying to guess what the next color was going to be. Mm. the whole room and they're like blue and then it was like green and they're like red and then when they got it they uh, were all like oh like, people were just interactive drinking too. and in such a good mood yeah and trying to capture the thing and somehow it seems to have worked out for coin i know a lot of people were irritated by it as well mm -hmm. some people were sitting there saying i'm not gonna try to hold my my phone up to my tv to get the qr code right but what were they doing what was the promo they were giving 15 bucks if you opened an account 15 bucks yeah i think there was like a three million dollar giveaway as well like yeah. a selected winner anyone who joins gets 15 bucks and that's i guess all it took and a nice qr code and dvd nostalgia and uh you shut down twitter for a little bit and you break your site you got to think they were ready for it which yeah. which also uh you start to realize that if they were ready for it mm -hmm. and they still crashed, like how much traffic a Super Bowl ad can get you. Yeah. Get you a little bit of traffic. Yeah. Tell you that right now. Uh, this one, the best and worst Super Bowl commercial. So I guess it's kind of like ranked. Now, I did not see all of them. Hopefully between the two of us, we've seen some of them. Mm -hmm. I did see the Silverado one that you mentioned. Uh, obviously, Zeus, we were already talking about prior to the Super Bowl. So I was a fan of the Arnold uh, the Arnold stuff, especially with, you got Salma Hayek in there. You got uh, mm -hmm. Palm Springs. You got uh, Electric BMW, you recall. Yep. Yeah, uh, big fan. So let's see. Let's just get that one spec. This is a big, scroll up a little bit more. This is a really big day for advertisers. Uh, NBC racked up a high of more than $6.5 million for 30 seconds of advertising. $6.5 million for 30 seconds. You, well, man, you want to get your money's worth. Mm -hmm. Sports betting, cryptocurrency exchanges, and new electric car models. Oh, yeah, and travel sites. I did see the Expedia commercial oh, right, with yeah. uh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And he and he was like, you're not going to, when you're dead, when you're dying, you're not going to think about the stuff you didn't buy. You're going to think about the places you never went. Mm. I was and he's like walking on some sand. Yeah. I was like, are you sure? Was that, that a hit on materialism? Well, it was just like, hey, all these other ads are telling you to buy stuff. We're yeah. telling you to go places. Right. So like right. save your money. Don't buy all that stuff. Like skip the electric car, right? Mm -hmm. Uh so anyway, there was an Amazon commercial. I didn't see it. You? Uh oh yeah, with Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Yeah, they were kind of making fun of it. I really wasn't paying attention. I was uh eating chicken wings. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that, Will. But no, uh, you don't have to apologize for that. They that, were making fun of themselves, is what I. Uh, what, and they're trying to sell Alexa, gathered. basically. It yeah. seems like they keep referencing this voice assistant. It's like Alexa was trying to solve all these problems, right? And they were 
it was kind of interjecting into their real life. Yeah, and it was. I like, don't it, know what the moral was. Well, the production looks like maybe a, someone in the chat. It looks like us. a. It looks like a Hollywood style production yep. going on with yep. the uh, the mood and whatnot, and obviously the spending. Scarlett Johansson is going to cost you a few dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's another thing to know. People see the 6.5 million and they're like, oh, yeah, it costs you six. That's NBC's cut. You got to make the thing. You got to get Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. You got to get the production staff. There's a $10 million enterprise, this thing. Uh, Sam's Club with Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. Did you catch this one? I didn't see this one. Did you? See, the other, the other problem for us is that we're also on the Canadian broadcast. So we, some of the. Uh, these commercials push through and if there's like weird regional problems mm. then some of them don't so anyway kevin hart shopping in sam's club uh planet fitness with Lindsay lohan oh my goodness i didn't see this one though i heard but Lindsay lohan i heard oh. about this one that's a nostalgia play again what a throwback it's a nostal- is that danny trey you're, you're damn right that's who it oh. is and wow Here's the other thing about that. It's a popular time of year, as you know, Will, for the fitness memberships. Mm. They got William Shatner, Shatner in there. Yeah. So they spend some money over there. Um, Pringles. Maybe play this one. What is it? 30 seconds. Okay, here we go. He picks up the Pringles. It's the last Pringle the hand gets stuck. Everyone's experienced this before. Uh, well, he's in high school. <laughs> it's stuck forever. Wow. That guy looks a little old for high school. Not going to lie. And uh, he gets married with the Pringles and... Uh, he has a baby. Wow, jeez. With the Pringles hand. He never loses the Pringles hand. Mm. He dies with the Pringles hand. Okay. Oh, man, the next one. Jeez. You know what they're trying to Aggressive. say there? You know what they're trying to say there, Will? Once you're a Pringles fan, you're always a Pringles mm. fan. Now, this, the Zeus one, we've already seen, and I don't mind that one. Uh, Google has a scene on Pixel. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually didn't catch this one either. This looks a little bit more uh, dramatic, actually. What did it say? A lot of pictures here. Well, obviously, because... Oh, it's about... It's got to be... Scroll down. Scroll down. It's got to be about the Pixel camera uh, with skin tones, right? This ad aired not long after the Super Bowl halftime show. And uh, yes, here we go. Black folks have often struggled with cameras and photography technology aligned to work better with white faces, making it tougher to capture dark skin. Google was talking about this in the past. Uh, they have real tone software included on the Pixel 6. Mm. And it's, uh, you know, computational stuff. It's incredibly complex software that's able to more accurately capture the wide range of skin tones that are out there. That's cool. Uh, New Frontier, a Salesforce commercial with Space McConaughey. Okay. Has McConaughey ever this, uh, gone? What was the movie he's going to space? I, mean, I haven't seen it. Don't yell at me. Vin will yell at me um, for sure. Yeah, Interstellar. Yeah, people will yell at me. Uh, I'll watch it. Don't worry. You should watch it. It's really good. No, you've already said that to me oh, before. Okay, uh, and I'm a Christopher Nolan fan. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, yeah. It hasn't worked out to With, this point. With uh, Hans Zimmer? It hasn't worked out to this okay. point. So is it better than Inception then? Um. Go ahead, Will. I don't, I don't think okay, so. Okay, that's fine. I think Inception edges it. Just a little bit of an edge. Planters, mixed nuts. I don't know. Do I? <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, I, I already... What's weird to me about the snack food ad during the Super Bowl is it's almost like I need this ad leading up to the Super Bowl. Mm, so I right, get peanuts yeah. for yeah. the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl, the last thing I want is more snacks. 
Yeah. And I'm like, I got enough yeah, snacks. Because you're snacked out. I got enough snacks, man. I saw the Silverado commercial. It was, uh, but this connection uh -oh. was weird to me. Uh -oh. Was this connection not weird to you? Like the electric Silverado and the Sopranos. Did, 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 there's did, there's definitely a disconnect there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did um, any character like rode Silverados? Honestly, I can't remember. I know. <laughs> or Chevys. I, I mean, Tony had a, an Escalade, right? At one point. Yeah. And I'm sure there were Suburbans and like SUVs in the show, but not like very nondescript, just plain black. Uh, you know, now, but I love the opening track, and obviously, I I watched The Sopranos, and you had uh, Meadow and AJ in it. And, I mean, I don't know; they're just trying to connect to feelings. Yeah, um, there was a really nice tidbit here when she opens the door. Yep. Um, people say that she looks forward just like Tony when she's opening the door, mm. and it's you know kind of like a family thing. Okay, hang on. Leave it, let it roll. Let the end of it roll for a second there. I mean, it's cool they're doing an electric truck, uh, you know, no doubt. And he's coming out of a really old gas car walking across there. And they're just meeting up. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the connection was a bit loose to me, but they definitely, I mean, there's some branding there. Like, there's some sure. people have positive feelings about a show they watched once upon a time that was huge and isn't there anymore and they just have now connected that to the electric truck i guess these are the worst uh -oh. the worst commercials um here's to the lazy ones cut water spirits i mean can you i know i don't know <laughs> you you uh not they spent the 6.5 million <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> oh no the driver oh no i see i think he looks pretty good actually I think, uh, I think it was Eugene, actually a really good. Commercial I think Eugene Levy has never looked better, personally. Just cinematography and they got a bunch of celebrities too. Yeah, you know, actually, you know what's funny? When we made the video, I hadn't seen this cut. I don't know if anybody had. Yeah, I saw a trailer for that cut. Uh. So, but anyway, yeah, new <laughs> Nissan Z. Anyway, there you go. Oh, that's that's, that's a handful. You can see them all. They're all in trending including the Super Bowl halftime show. So you can, whatever you missed, you can catch up on it. There was a weird one too. Did you see this one? No. Um, by Meta. And it was like a nostalgia kick as well. Mm -hmm. It's about um, this kind of Chuck E. Cheese character. Uh, their uh, store kind of closed down. And then it's just like really emotional. He gets tossed out of a van, like this character, and then... He becomes a character in the metaverse. Good Lord. Yeah. Wow. And then all of a sudden, it's just, he plays like the concert again, like his old days. And then, uh, and then that's it. I feel really uh, empty watching this. Sad? It's really sad. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But anyways. Oh, wow. Know. People are also sad. Look at the thumbs down on it. Yeah. I think it has had the... Same effect on, on, on others. If you're circling the drain and ready to go down, why not circle that drain one more time in meta? Whew. It's like some sort of Grim. like... Yeah, no, they're saying like you're about to die. Oh, God. Like, uh, I don't know. 
is like one last hit of like drugs or something. Oh it's like a weird connotation. Jeez, well, what are you doing to me here? I'm trying to have a day over here. I'm not done with this day yet. Yeah, I don't know. Go I'm not, check it I'm out. I'm not circling the drain yet. It's a weird thing. Here's a flight map showing over 140 private jets that left LA after the Super Bowl within the first five hours after the game ended. You know who would be good for this? Uh, Elon Jet guy. Mm, right, yeah. Sweeney. He's, he's got all the data. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I wonder which one is Elon. Uh, yeah, that's uh, quite a few. You can see them on their way in and on their way out, or is this just on the way out? It's got to be. I'm trying to uh, guess based on the pink lines versus the blue lines. But anyway, mm -hmm. you can see them all piling up in Los Angeles. There's some actually from San Francisco up there. And then it looks like one from Mexico. Uh, a bunch came from Florida, from Miami over there. Mm. Washington State, so Seattle area. Uh, I don't know if I see any from Toronto. Maybe. Maybe that one. This one? Yeah, and obviously Drake's? New York. And one of them is heading to Europe by the looks of it. The UK, maybe that's a big jet uh. based on this uh, diagram over here. But yeah, it's always a lot of celebrity activity going on some people were pissed because the celebrities didn't have masks on because mm -hmm. california still has the ma a mask mandate mm -hmm. and the celebrities were just partying in the uh and yeah, no one had masks no but they, they also were outside <laughs> right yeah sure i mean sort of i think it's classified as an outdoor stadium but, yeah. it's but, still foreign to me but like obviously people... some of them like some of those uh, booths or or mm -hmm. um boxes they might as well be inside and it's like the front of it is cut off, but but anyway, some people were pissed about that today. Sure. Uh, you know, if you're on social media, it's not fine. It's not hard to find people that are pissed. Mm -hmm. They're out there for yep. one reason or another. Uh, oh, this is a crazy story. This story is bananas. This, okay. This uh, uh, a Rams wide receiver, Van Jefferson. He had to immediately leave the game after winning the Super Bowl. No uh, post game celebrations because his wife had gone into labor during wow. the game. So you, there's footage of him grabbing his daughter uh, who was at the game with him and just rushing out of there immediately after they had won. No time oh, no to way. celebrate. And so he goes straight to the hospital and here you can see the photo. He's, uh, he's holding his newborn. I don't know if it's the hospital. Actually, it looks like his, uh, maybe it's in his house. Mm. But either way, uh, his wife, Samaria, went into labor during the game, and now he can reflect on a, on a day unlike any other. A Super Bowl ring what? and the birth of his child. Oh, that's a... You'll never forget that That's a day. hell of a day. You'll never forget that <laughs> day, man. That What else can you uh, ask for in a day? It's just <laughs> Look at his face, dude. A wild combination of things to, to and emotions. Can mm -hmm. you imagine the... The um, combination of emotions, like it was a close game too. So yeah. you're up and down, and yeah. and knowing in the back of your head, your wife is that pregnant, so that could happen at any moment. And you're focused on a game, the pressure, and then and then you get the re immediate relief of uh, winning, and then a phone call, get and it's just what a roller coaster, man. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Congrats. I mean, I've had kids before. Yeah. And, uh, actually, I did. Once get the call. I was on the ice playing 
Definitely not for the Super Bowl. <laughs> it wasn't for the Stanley Cup. No, definitely not for the Stanley Cup. I okay. was just playing a, a recreational game. And I got off the ice. And I checked my phone. And there was a message, get to the hospital. That I had that experience. Mm. Did you win that game? I don't remember. Oh, okay. If it was the Super Bowl, I would have remembered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think he he's definitely one up that experience. But I can tell you the emotions associated with that alone, the, mm. the having the child and your wife being in labor is already big. That's a lot to take. You add the Super Bowl to it. Add the Super Bowl and winning the ring. It's crazy, wow. man. A lot of, lot of emotions. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's another oh, one. Yeah. I don't know if you caught this or not. Is this the vehicle from the thing we were talking about? I was trying to figure that out because he... There's the guys who bought this really specialized vehicle from Kanye. It, no, this is the... Remember they want to send it into our studio? This is oh, a different one. Oh, yes. The Sherp Pro ATV. I don't think that thing's going to fit in this part of the studio. I don't... Yeah, I don't we think have to so. put it in the other part. But anyway, that is a very cool vehicle, and he pulls through the drive through And this is a follow-up on the clip that we put out the other day uh, where... Uh, can I get a... Can I get a... And then McDonald's. they did a whole commercial about it and they paid Kanye West to be in it. And he rolls up and and as you'd expect, he says, can I get a... Yeah. And then anyway. he takes a breath actually. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, uh, even more. And then he also was very active on social media during the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew that. His Instagram page was kind of... Yeah, a lot of beef. Uh, it's how would you describe what was going on on his Instagram? Page? I wasn't following it, but right. I've just heard rumblings after the fact. Rumblings, yeah. Kid with uh, uh, beef with Kid Cudi, like come on now. Kid Cudi, yeah. which stems from Pete Davidson, yeah. and he was just uh, obsessed with. He's yeah. obsessed with Pete Davidson right now, and, uh -huh. and obviously his ex-wife or wife. Are they, I don't think they're actually officially divorced yet, but anyway, and as a follow-up, so yesterday he was, he put out this bunch of posts in a row, uh, going after Pete Davidson and then, and by the way, emotionally speaking, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that he should do, do all that stuff, but he does appear to be, uh, hurt or distraught over this situation. Of course. Like, you have a family, and I know it's hard because it's like a celebrity component to it. So you're like, this guy's out of, you know. You, McDonald's ad. You want to you write it off. No, it, I know. It's weird. It's, so weird. it's a weird combination of things. Plus, he was at the Super Bowl. He was, yeah. He was there. And so he was posting a lot of, I don't know. Anyway. The leading posts and whatnot. Today, there's another post. He, he, he sent a truck full of roses to uh, Kim. Okay. And posted that. And... Like, man, I don't know, whatever. It's all complicated, but there's there's kids involved, and I have sympathy for that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay. No, I don't know what to tell you. It's chaotic, to say the least. It's rough. I hope he gets through it soon. It's chaotic, to say the least, but... Uh, McDonald's temporarily removes the chicken Big Mac from menu. Staying on a McDonald's topic. Maybe this is what he was going to order. Maybe this would have solved everything if they just had had stock of the chicken Big Mac. Yeah. Well, a chicken Big Mac I never even heard of. So this was in the UK only. It was UK only, and apparently there was so much demand that they had to temporarily pause it. Look at that thing. It's a big what Mac. What a work of art. But it has, instead of beef patties, they just put the McChicken, 
Yeah. Uh, in replacement patties. of the beef patties. Yeah, yeah. So, and there's, so there's two of them. It's like a double McChicken, kind of. Yes. And people seem to love it. Yeah. So much so that um, they had to halt the sales because just too much demand. Incredible. It's a, it's a fancy looking thing. I mean, if it's that popular, maybe they got to bring it other places. I know they did the chicken breakfast sandwich, which you were getting. Yes. Which is also not a thing they ever had before. Uh -huh. So who knows? Maybe the Chicken Big Mac is next. They launch it elsewhere in the U.S., maybe Canada. Five, $5.50. Yes. In the U.K. at least. A spokesperson for McDonald's U.K. said, We have been delighted by our customers' reaction to the limited edition Chicken Big Mac. The demand has been incredible and we simply cannot keep up. Yeah, who knows, man. Maybe we'll see it worldwide. I'd love to try it. <laughs> Nike Air Force One with removable swoosh carabiner, swoosh or swoosh, is a fascinating twist to the iconic sneaker. That's dope. This, I don't know, I don't think this is a real thing. I think this is it. Oh, it's not? I think it's a rendering, like oh, a yeah, designer's cool. uh, yeah. concept. Uh, let's see. The Nike Air Force One has been through numerous iterations in the last four decades in 2022 as a sneaker, which was first introduced in 1982. Uh, Marks its 40th anniversary. We are bound to witness some innovative variants show up. Case in point, oh, never mind. I think it is a thing. The Louis Vuitton Air Force One by Virgil Abloh on auction at Sotheby's in the coming weeks. Another interesting Air Force One low is expected to launch with a removable swoosh-shaped carabiner fastened over the rubber swoosh on its lateral. So it's only one of one? I guess it's happening. I don't know if it's one of one, but it looks like a functional carabiner as well. Yeah. Like you could just pop it off and... Is that a bottle opener, Wait, too? how do you pop it off, though? I'm just looking at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I With see how. The... No, no, I see. Yeah, because those those little elastic elements hold it in place. Uh, for those of you that are just listening, this is a a carabiner, like you would be climbing, uh, but it's a more decorative one that maybe you would use as a keychain or something. And But it's in the shape of a Nike swoosh with a bottle opener on it. Mm -hmm. And it sits on top of the swoosh on the Air Force One to add some three-dimensional style to it. You've seen a lot of innovative things happening with sneakers. Sneaker culture has exploded, and now you got the high-tech-looking stuff, including some type of uh, 3D aluminum on your sneaker. Yeah. What do you oh. think? Would you wear something like this, Will? Um, yeah, I would. Really? <laughs> I never saw you wear anything like that before. It's pretty... Um, it's fun. Yeah. And it's one of one, right? I don't know if it's going to be one of one. It's definitely okay, going to be limited. It's definitely going to be people. If it, if it does happen, you know for sure it's going to be people that are waiting and refreshing and ordering, not just for themselves, but for the resale market if it is limited. Yeah. So um, I've seen, they, they've done some strange or, or like different features in the past on the Air Force One that actually weren't that limited. Like you could find them, like the color changing one mm -hmm. where it hits the UV hits and then the sneaker changes color. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like a red, a wide, more widely available. Maybe you do end up with one, Will. I'll be down to get one. Maybe your dream does come true. Mm -hmm. Anyway, happy Super Bowl, everybody. It's over now. Now it's time to shift your focus to uh, crypto, McDonald's, uh, and uh, getting yourself an electric car, sipping whatever beverage was advertised to you, listening to old records. Yes. Uh, putting on a VR headset from Quest, from Meta. Um, Coinbase. 
I say crypto. Stock? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I say I, crypto was the case, first yeah. thing I say because how many crypto assets yeah. you have. So that's what you're doing in 2022. You, you, you know, now everybody sets off and does the things that they were told to do in the Super Bowl ads that were costing six and a half million yeah. each. Good luck, everyone. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow, by the way. See you tomorrow. <laughs>